Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Training Group, and welcome to Tuesday. How you doing out there? Man, it's uh, so many things to try to uh, wrap your head around. We've got the climate change meeting of the century going on. Uh, apparently, Joe Biden has been escorted out of the building. He was in a meeting with Jeff Bezos and Leonardo DiCaprio. Now, I don't know what the heck Leonardo DiCaprio. Anyway, you know, hey, I guess when you're famous, that's how it works. And, of course, Jeff Bezos in the meeting with the president. You know, don't worry. There's no like that happening over there uh, as all the uh, billionaires unite there. Uh, I, I don't have any other details. My guess is uh, somebody uh, pulled the fire alarm or something, woke him up. I don't, I don't know if you guys saw uh, Sleepy Joe. He got a little tired yesterday, took a little power nap. Uh, but again, I probably would have done the same thing, right? Someone up there yakking and, I, you know, boring me to death, like a little power nap. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll keep you posted there. Uh, I just, uh, again, I, I don't understand it. I mean, I don't know, Jason, am I wrong? I mean, can Leo help us? I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> I'm still stuck on his visit with the uh, Pope, which uh, we'll, we'll avoid. I'll, I'll wait till the later show to talk about. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you wait for that for the later one. Yeah. <laughs> I watched Glenn Beck talking about that. I couldn't stop laughing. So I, that, oh. definitely that guy's got some problems. You know, whichever clone of, of, of Biden shows up that day. Yeah, so uh, anyway, that that's what's happening there. We got a Fed meeting today. This is it. I, I think uh, we're, we're going to, uh, and I've been saying this now for the last couple of months, uh, that this is going to be the, whether, you know, as Jay said, I don't know if they're going to taper or not taper. I, I think they will. Uh, but either way, I, this this is probably it's, it's either this meeting or the next meeting because they don't taper this meeting. We got uh, it's like Groundhog Day. You got six more weeks of winter. Uh, but once that decision has been made, I think that's wherever the bottom, wherever we are, uh, immediately following the uh, the you know because tomorrow is the official notice, and they like to pretend that the central bank has some kind of uh, power, which obviously. You're seeing articles breaking everywhere that the Fed, Jason, needs to admit that they were wrong about transitory inflation or risk losing credibility. They're not going to do that. I don't see that happening at all. Do you? I'm still waiting for them to admit they were wrong about quantitative easing. <laughs> what are you talking about? Quantitative easings work great. Just look. They've got a, almost $9 trillion worth of quantitative easing, you know. Uh, but, but again, I think we're real close here to, to, to the bottoms, uh, and, and I, I actually expect a very strong rally in 2022. Uh, you know, and gold does those things. Silver, too, they, 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 they rally, and then when you think they should keep rallying and the Fed is using, you know, all their quote-unquote tools, uh, you, you tend to see a sell-off when you think it, they should be running. And then the exact opposite. So then when the Fed is supposedly, quote, unquote, getting tighter, that's usually when you see the next leg up, Jason. That's, that's right. And, uh, I mean, if, if, if everything was uh, left to an actual uh, 
free market, uh, gold and silver would just trail upwards slowly with inflation. Uh, instead, though, we got a lot of weird controls and regulations on things, and so sometimes gold and silver will just kind of sit there for a while inexplicably, and and then uh, it'll go, or it's supposed to go, Joe. You, they can't stop an ounce of gold versus a cow sort of deal. They can't stop it. So at some point, uh, after holding it down, it just pops right up there, and it's it's going to pop pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, we got news on, uh, more news on the inflation front. We'll, we'll talk about uh, the latest in fertilizer and in crops. Uh, and obviously not great news. Uh, people now kind of giving up on prices are going to go lower. Uh, and I'll tell you what the top fertilizer producers had to say today. Uh, we'll talk about crop prices as well. Bank of America starting to get, at least in terms of oil, starting to, I'm starting, I'm going to give them some credibility. Whoever their oil head, oil analyst person is, has been really spot on about where oil's headed. They've updated their price. The last time uh, I heard from Bank of America about six weeks ago when they were calling for $100 oil over the next six months. They've updated that price. Uh, we'll bring that to you. John Deere workers uh, who have been on strike. Uh, guess what, farmers? I got bad news for you. Uh, buying a John Deere is going to cost a whole lot more. Here's what they've offered the union. It hasn't been agreed to yet. An initial wage increase of 10%. A 5% increases in years 3 and 5. So over a 5-year period, wages would go up 20%, Jason, but they're not done. Workers would get a 3% lump sum in the 2nd, 4th, and 6th years of the deal. So, okay, you're like, wait a minute, 3%, 3%, that's 9 more percent. They would also get a ratification bonus of $8,500 just to say we'll take the deal and there will be no changes in the cost of their health care uh, so that, that's a I, I don't know I don't know if they're going to accept that deal but at least on you know from reading it sounds like a pretty good deal do they still build those in America Joe they actually do they got uh, several so ain't Joe what I'll say is that this negotiation Sure smells like, hey, we'll, 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 we'll capitulate, and then uh, we're finding a new country to build tractors soon. Uh, <laughs> that could be true, too, right? Pacer Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800 Radio News Hour. I don't mean to laugh, but I'm just thinking about what Jason said. It could be right. Right? There be. After yeah, Joe. Deal, it's interesting. Be, Let me say less this: John Deere plants. I saw a show the other day over the weekend, and I saw a Lamborghini tractor. <laughs> Lamborghini makes tractors, and here's the funny thing: you see the heavy equipment on the roads, Joe. It used to be Caterpillar and John Deere. You know, it used to be these these companies international. Well, now when I see the heavy equipment building the roads, everything it's Volvo. You know, so it's uh, you, you John Deere people. You better get it while it's good and uh, get out. <laughs> that's that's what's going to happen, Joe. They're going to be making well, them in let, China. Let, yeah, you're, you're, and again, all of this relates to uh, food prices. We're going to focus on that. We got a lot of news out. Uh, let's start with China. So uh, last night, the Ministry of Commerce told all it, all Chinese citizens to start stockpiling 
on the daily necessities of food. Uh, apparently, it has been uh, winter has started early in China. Uh, they've had a horrible uh, vegetable season. They got torrential rains, wiped out a lot of the crops. Now the cold is on them. Uh, they're saying that uh, as far as food items go, broccoli, cucumber, spinach, uh, all of those prices have doubled in just the, the recent weeks. And they're now saying uh, that they expect winter to be much colder uh, than they were even forecasting. And, and food's going to be a problem, Jason. I mean, it just is what it is. Stockpiles have already been... Uh, extremely low to begin with, and now it's any little thing, bad bad weather, uh, a COVID outbreak in the wrong part of the country, uh, or any of those things, all of a sudden you got prices uh, skyrocketing higher, uh, and now with China telling its citizens to start stockpiling, I got to imagine things are going to get worse before they get better. Correct, Joe, and and in this this inflation is obviously the the main culprit of why things are wacky, and then of course the COVID shutdown last year. But you said it; uh, I think it was either I think it was either yesterday or, or late last week about uh, we're not shipping stuff out of here anymore. We talked about the empty sh- uh, shipping containers on the ships and on the docks. Uh, we still do ship a lot of stuff out, and if we're not shipping stuff out, Joe. Uh, there, there, there were, the, the, econ- the economy of what's going on in this country is worse. And uh, yeah, how are you going to? Who's buying what and at what price, Joe? And and uh, food is when food gets scarce. That's that's scary. That it gets a little scary. And and we've been warning for months about what the food prices are going to look like this winter. And you're starting to to see these prices roll out. But uh, the world's largest fertilizer producer. Uh, Nutrien LTD, they're the largest. No one uh, makes more fertilizer uh, than they do. They raised their full-year guidance yesterday. It was earning seasons for them. Uh, they, they forecasted extremely strong crop prices are going to support further fertilizer spending. Prices for potash, that's a uh, one of the uh, main uh, soil nutrients, right? Uh, very rich in potassium, continues to increase in all key markets. They're saying record demand. Uh, They're also saying that their margins are growing. So in other words, the fertilizer companies are saying, hey, listen, we're raising prices even faster than than the prices are being raised to us. Uh, Mosaic, they're the second largest, and they are the world's largest phosphate producer said in its earnings statements uh, continued upward pricing momentum and here's the thing that caught my eye remember yesterday we talked about the coal producers here in the U.S. that they've already sold out for next year and they're almost sold out for 2023 in other words people are locking in at these high prices because they think the prices are even going higher. This is, this is exactly, Jason, what the fertilizer guy said. They said that customers are locking in prices. And they're saying that 
uh, all the way now. Commitments as far forward as the second quarter of 2022. People are locking them in now at record high prices uh, because they're they're and they're they're being very honest. They're telling the major uh, companies that are per, that purchase the fertilizer from them prices are rising. Lock your prices in now. Uh, and they're saying that they're almost completely sold out through the middle of 2022, Jason. Yeah, uh, to- totally believable, Joe. I, uh, f- let me give an example of, uh, I sit at the radio station the last few years as I, I run this place and do the gold and silver shows. About this time of year, usually it's in September and through October, the, the sugar beet trucks start coming through town. And, and Sharon used to be really excited about the sugar beet trucks because she's, you know, they're a farming family. But uh, Brian and I had noticed the largest pile of sugar beets we've ever seen you know there are all these trucks are going to one instead of going and dispersing to these different places all these sugar beet trucks are going to one place and processing it all which to me means it may be going to one source uh i've, I've never seen them <laughs> pile up sugar beets in one one spot ever like i've seen uh, just up the road here from uh, johnstown and it's interesting you see those weird things and you just kind of stop for a minute and you're like what 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 what's happened Right? What's changed? What, what? 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 Why is that? And you could be right. There, there's a lot of that we're seeing. Uh, all the biggest players in the world gobbling up supply yep. uh, all over the place. I mean, just to give you an example, fertilizers at all-time record highs, and people are locking in, and they're locking yep. in into the future. Uh, same thing, you know, uh, when we talk about wheat prices, hit another multi-year high today cotton coffee corn not soybeans soybeans are are off the highs but soybean oil uh is is at record high and this food inflation uh seemingly going on unabated wheat futures rose another three percent yesterday uh hitting a almost a 10 year high eight dollars a bushel on the chicago board of trade and here's the thing it's up 11% in two weeks. And this is the problem that we're seeing. We're seeing big, big gains on already high prices in just the last couple of weeks, Jason. I believe it. I believe it, Joe. And, and uh, that's one thing when you live, uh, you drive, like I've my whole life, I've driven around these farms and all these crops all the time. And I think the average person living in, around crops, uh, you know, there's that, that little feeling of all oh, you know there's there's food all around me there's like a comfort there there's all these crops that doesn't work that way anymore those crops are bought up and they could go somewhere in another state or another country you don't get to have that and so when that's why i say when i see big piles of sugar beets show it's going somewhere else when you say food shortages well the stuff that we're growing here is it doesn't look like it's staying here joe that's that's what i i think is going on yeah and they got bad weather again now russia ukraine big wheat suppliers uh, weather's been terrible. Saudi Arabia just booked a record amount of cereal grain. Egypt uh, also back in the market. So, you know, we're fa- you're facing global competition. Yep. I mean, everybody's scrambling uh, to try to make sure they've got enough food uh, as prices keep elevating, which, again, this will lead to what? Even higher prices. And if you're a country that's more economically developed, you're going to be in better shape because you can afford to do this. And these smaller countries, Joe, when this thing happens, they are going to be in bad trouble. When you talk about actual starvation, 
it's those com- uh, those countries that aren't economically ready for this. Yeah, that's a good point. That's going to put a lot of pressure. You know, obviously the African nations, uh, even some of the uh, nations in, in South and Central America, uh, the former Eastern uh, Soviet Union uh, countries are going to struggle as well. Uh, but but it, uh, there's a lot, lot going on. And, and really the big thing right now that I'm watching is I'm watching how far ahead people are booking all of these, and it's not, and again, from energy to crops to whatever it may be, uh, how far ahead they're now booking into record high prices. Uh, that, that just kind of shows you uh, that a lot of, you know, these, listen, these guys get paid a lot of money to be right about these things. And when you see this happening, uh, it just leads you to believe that prices are going to get even hotter from here. And, and to Jason's point, who didn't book? Those are the ones that are going to be left with possibly nothing to buy. Yeah, Joe, it's just like we've been saying. It's better to buy one year too early than one day too late. That's what we're seeing. Yeah, you do. You're bringing up a really, really interesting point. How about this from Apple? Apple, uh, the chip shortage problem. Apple has halved their production of iPads, taking the iPad components and putting them into the iPhones because the iPhones, you know, there's more demand for iPhones than iPads, and they can't do both, Jason. You know, what's really bad about that is that a lot of the stuff that's being built nowadays is built to be disposable. It's not built to last. So when they stop building the disposable stuff, shortages in those areas are going to get, they're going to show up quick, quick, you know. <laughs> if you make a computer last, you have it for, for 10 years, 15 years. But iPads, I mean, how, how many years does it take before you, you have to switch out to another one, Joe? Yeah, man, look at this. This just breaking blooming brands. That's uh, Outback Steakhouse. Uh, shares are down today uh, as the company reported earnings saying that inflation uh, is gobbling up profits. They're saying they're forecasting commodity prices to rise another 10% for them in 2022, saying they're struggling uh, to keep up with the price increases uh, they can't raise pr- uh, prices fast enough. And we've been giving these examples, you know, and, and Eric used to do the gallon of milk example all the time, right? You go to the store, you buy the gallon of milk, it's $4. The store reorders. When they reorder, the guy wants 5 bucks, So they raise the price for a gallon of milk to 6 When they reorder, they want 8 they raise the price to 10. They reorder, they want 12. They raise the price to 15, right? This is exactly what we're starting to see a lot as we're watching these earnings come out. A lot of these companies are all saying the same thing. Listen, we raise prices. The Federal Reserve told us this was going to be transitory. Well, guess what? Every time we turn around to reorder, it keeps going higher, and then we raise prices again. Then we go to reorder, prices going higher. Then we raise prices again. Then we reorder, prices are going higher. Blooming onion, you know, Outback Steakhouse. Listen, we expect prices to go up another ten percent. It's incredible, Jason. Yeah, it's where a debt money system really uh, gives the biggest buyers uh, an advantage because uh, Walmart, for example, can take a loss on these products. 
and borrow some cheap money to, to float through this while their competition gets destroyed. And then Walmart ends up going to where these prices are on the smaller businesses. This is it's it's a plan, Joe. It's pl- this is the way it's supposed to happen. You know, people don't want to hear that, but this is the way it's designed. This is a debt money system. Well, get ready, uh, Bank of America. Who I said they're they're gaining my trust at least in the oil market. S- uh, six weeks ago, they they said oil is going to be a hundred. And remember, they were the first ones to break about the people making those bets for $200 crude. Well, they just updated. They're now saying they expect oil prices to hit $120 a barrel in the next six months. They uh, Just over a month ago, they said that it could reach 100 But that was uh, only if there was going to be a bad winter. It looks like that's going to be true. Now they're coming out and saying, hey, we expect oil to hit $120 a barrel in the next six months. Uh, They're saying that uh, gasoline, jet fuel, diesel, all of those expected to be at or near record highs as well, Jason. Yeah, I got the holidays coming. A lot more fuel is going to be burning, so uh, (laughs) that, that, that could happen by Christmas. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Wishing for a Christmas mortgage miracle? Patriot Trading Group wants to make your wish come true. Just enter to win on Family Values Radio website, and you can enjoy having your mortgage paid for a year. That's right. It's the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest. To enter, go to FamilyValuesRadio1010.com and click on the banner. Enter once each day to increase your chances to win. And look for bonus entry opportunities. That's FamilyValuesRadio1010.com. And enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest. Sponsored by Patriot Trading Group. See our website for details. 800-951-0592. And I just want to point out something. You're talking about, okay, we, we said $100 a little over a month ago. We're now saying 120 That's a 20% increase in a matter of weeks. And you're sitting there trying... Uh, to plan your business. And just imagine a month ago, you're like, okay, let, let's just plan uh, our business uh, for $100 oil. Right? And you make preparations, and you're like, okay, well, you know, prices for this are going to have to be, you know, we're going to have to raise prices for this and this and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, five weeks later, four weeks later, hey, I know I told you 100 it's going to be 120 now. And the problem is, what happens in another five weeks? Are they going to say 150, 175, right? And this is, I think this is really uh, the biggest problem out there. As And again, as I'm watching all of these earnings come in, and, then, and even look at our, our ISM reports from yesterday. And they're all talking about we are passing on record prices. But at the same time, they're like, record input costs continue to come in. So the record increase in prices is going to continue because we keep getting record input costs. And and we're in this vicious cycle. And it's so funny, as we're starting to to hear more and more from the ports and the the Biden administration. 
These guys are so clueless. You know, they came up, oh, look, we said go 24-7. Yeah, and it's going to help. Let me give you an idea. If you took all the ships sitting out at the L.A. Long Beach ports and you just put them end to end, it would go all the way from Los Angeles to Chicago. That's how that's that's how many ships are out there uh, waiting to be unloaded. Uh, there was a trucker, a Teamster trucker, and here's how he described the ports. He, he tried to give people an idea. He goes, picture yourself going to Walmart on Black Friday. He said, but imagine there's only one cashier. That's what it's like at the ports. Oh, man. Yo, Mike Rowe from Dirty Jobs, I saw him yesterday. Yeah. He said uh, uh, if they could get 100,000 truckers hired tomorrow, they would hire all of them. Well, here's the problem. The truckers are saying, listen, there's plenty of trucks. Yeah, he said that you know, the, here. He said the, uh, the uh, what do you call it, the gear that holds the box on it, uh, the trailer part. He yeah, says, the chassis. Massive, uh, massive shortage of chassis right now. That's the problem. That's a problem. Uh, he's saying... Here's what they're saying, that truckers are waiting up to eight hours in the first line. That's just to get into the port. Then you go from that line, they say, oh, once you get in, then they're like, okay, well, you go to, you know, dock A or you go to dock B, right? And then you get into another line where you wait uh, for them to, to, to put the load on. And it's like, it's impossible uh, to, to sit here and, and look at this problem and say, uh, and I, I, you know, the biggest problem, Jason, there's too many problems. There's not enough crane operators, right? There's not enough chassis. Uh, the truck, the parts to fix these things are running in short supply now. Now they're saying, hey, we've got too many empty containers. we got too many containers, period. Uh, and there's only one way to fix it. Listen, it's, it's, it's really not that hard. Really. You got to pay a lot more people a lot more money. Period. That's that's the solution. And we all know it. Right? We need, instead of one crane operator for a line of trucks, we probably need two or three crane operators for a line of trucks. So, well, here's the problem. There's not two or three crane operators. You got to go get more. Well, if we get more, then, you know, the costs are going to go up exponentially. And I think this is the cycle we're in. And, again, remember, we said it all the time. When everyone starts getting $15 an hour, you're going to need 30 And this is this is really what we're facing here. We've got a, a torrential uh, inflation problem here. Uh, and, again, I agree with a lot of these people that are coming out trying to say, listen, the Fed's got to admit it. Otherwise, they're going to have a credibility problem. Jason, I don't think there's a snowball's chance, and you know what, of them admitting that we've got an inflation problem. Inflation is theft. Uh, if, if you ever listen to anybody talk about inflation, inflation is theft, and it's a purposeful problem that's created. Uh, Joe, let, let's look at the Depression versus right now real quick. It's 1929 was the market crash. 33 was uh, gold was made illegal when the, when the, when the uh, Depression was getting worse. And it continued into 1937. It just got worse. Gold went from, you know, 20 bucks to 35 dollars after they confiscated it. That's a doubling of price. So just as that one commodity back in those times when, when there was a market crash and there was a, a depression, 
We had our 2020. We had our coronavirus, kind of like a market crash. It was only it was short lived. You know the economic conditions are different now, but uh, we're we're heading for that 1933 situation. And look, the inflation's here, Joe, doubling of prices. Yeah, I I mean, man, that's just it's crazy to think doubling. And I think you're right. Look at gasoline, right? Gasoline prices are about 50 percent. But Bank of America just told you, listen, they're going to double. Yep. You know, and I said, I think we'll see $4 gas here in Arizona. I don't know that that's enough. It may be four and a half. It could be five. And if they're saying 120, any little thing makes it 200. Right? A ship, you know, Jason talked about the Strait of Hormuz. An oil tanker blows up. Right? Could you imagine yep. uh, Yemen? Another one of these rockets uh, hits uh, 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 a facility in Saudi Arabia. Right? A hurricane comes through the Gulf. Right? It, it oil's already at 120, and it hits in the wrong spot. You know what? We can see 200 just like that. You know, a military bases the United States have around the, the Strait of Hormuz, 14. 14 military bases that are within the striking range of that specific place, Joe. It shows you how fragile things can be on just one bad thing. Well, and I think this is kind of really where we're at. We're we're one misstep away uh, from the central bank's perspective. Again, I fully expect tomorrow uh, that they will announce the start of tapering. Uh, and again, not because they want to. Again, try to push the transitory line. What's going to be interesting for tomorrow, I think anyway, is what they say about interest rates. So far, they're like, hey, we're going to taper. That does not mean we're raising rates. Let's see if that changes a little bit. That'll tell you how we're scared they really are. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, got a pretty good deal today. Uh, U.S. Uh, Twenty dollar gold pieces. Two thousand seventy five. So that's twenty five bucks lower than yesterday. Uh, gold's down about three bucks. Uh, 1792, 1793 right now. Uh, silver, we're close. Uh, I'll have something tomorrow on silver. So if you're waiting uh, for an opportunity on silver, that's going to be tomorrow, uh, today. If And again, we don't know what the Fed's going to say. Um, you know, I, I, I think they're going to announce taper tomorrow. I think the key for tomorrow potentially is going to be what they say about interest rates. Uh, in the past, and this is how fast things move. You know, they have these meetings every six weeks. This is how fast everything is changing. Six weeks ago, it was like, hey, we're going to taper, but that doesn't mean we're raising rates. Everyone calm down. We're not doing that. Let's see if that changes tomorrow, Jason, because if it does... I think that's going to signal that inflation is going to be a whole lot hotter than anybody expected. 
One of the reasons I don't watch these meetings is they're so dry and hard to watch. <laughs> but I think well, that, they're unwatchable. There, there's yes. no doubt. I mean, they 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 come out and and it's so funny because to hear them talk, if you really understood what the ramifications for your own household were, you you would want to punch Jay Powell. In the yes, face. yes. I mean, Literally, I, I, I liken it to take, take your, your, your favorite team, your favorite sports team. You're a Broncos fan, Cardinal fan, right? Cardinal fan, you know, they threw that, that interception in the end zone uh, to lose to the pack. I mean, how mad were you, right? You wanted, you wanted to just kill A.J. Green, right? And, and blah, blah, blah. Broncos fans, say, how upset are you that they traded Von Miller, Right? <laughs> This is how mad you would be if you actually understood what Jay Powell and Janet Yellen were really talking about. Right, Joe. So in their dry, bland way, I think they're, this is what I think. Well, we'll, we'll we're, we're, we're looking at uh, raising rates, and we're going we're gonna to really think about it a lot. And now we've set a date in the future when we're going to taper. I, I think that's Right, right. We've set this date. And remember, taper isn't isn't – uh, where where they're actually reducing their balance sheet? Oh no, they're still increasing it. We're just going to increase it a little slower. I don't see how they You've can do it, Joe. I don't see how they can do it. <laughs> the lowest prediction for crude oil right now is about a hundred dollars. That's the lowest, and you're talking about slowing purchases. We've got record high or decades high prices in almost every major food category. Every, all of them. Not just one or two. All of them. You have every major report from manufacturing to, to, to ISM to earnings coming out from these companies to the beige book. I mean, you name it. Every major economic report says the same damn thing. Prices are rising faster than we can raise prices. And you're sitting there saying, well, you know, we're going to slow our purchases down. Which just tells you, oh, we don't want to fight that. We don't want to do that. We want your money to be worth less. Period. I think what Jay Powell and Janet Yellen, you know what they love to see? They love to see all these. That's it. Book them now. Book it. Book it all. Book all your stuff for 2022 and 2023. Lock them in now because prices are going higher. Yep. Prices are going higher. It's $5 an ounce for a a bite of uh, crab legs. (laughs) (laughs) For a bite. Every bite of crab. That's $5. $5 an ounce. That's five more dollars. Yeah. Right? Five dollars an ounce. Really, That's, it's, it's amazing to hear that you're going to take a bite of a crab leg and it's five bucks. And it's it's really truly amazing when when you uh, really think about what it is that they're trying to tell you. First, one year ago today, they were telling us there wasn't going to be any inflation. Right? Modern uh, money theory, whatever they wanted to call it, MMT. Remember that nonsense? But then, then it was just going to be transitory. And then remember Janet Yellen this week, oh, well, you know, we can still use transitory. So what if it's lasted longer? 
Well, the whole, the whole part about being transitory is supposed to not last that long, and then prices are supposed to go back. We're never going back. Look at John Deere's contract proposal today. That ought to tell you all you need to know about prices going back. It's never going back. Costco started the year paying $15 an hour. In February, they made it 16. In October, they made it 17. Why do I got the feeling that sometime late next year, Jason, it's going to be 20? Because that's where it's headed. And, and you know, it's funny. It's, it's got to be really a, a nice, uh, calm feeling to work for the Fed, Joe, because let's just say uh, J- Jay Powell makes the biggest, dumbest mistake in, in all of Fed history. They'll just fire him, and then the next day there'll be this huge digital money account that'll be boosted to, to, to huge ends. They're, they're just they're just the, the the face for what the Fed's doing. Those aren't the, that's not the actual Fed. It's just the guys running it, and it's got to be nice to work for the company or the company that actually creates the money. You, you can't lose. No wonder they're so relaxed and, and dry and boring and tired. They don't have to worry Plus about they anything. Give you free food. You get free food in the cafeteria. Yes. At the Fed. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> What inflation? My crab legs, Joe. (laughs) 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 Final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. U.S. $20 gold pieces, 2075. Uh, Right on the the cheaper end here where things have been. Uh, We'll we'll know more uh, tomorrow. Uh, afternoon as to is it taper uh, we're going to buy a few less bonds uh, but uh, more importantly uh, are they going to stick to transitory which I almost can guarantee that they are uh, and then anything about interest rates uh, and, and remember six weeks ago it was yeah we're going to we're going to start taper soon some date in the future but uh, we really don't plan anything on interest rates uh I wonder if that's going to change at all, Jason. Yeah, like I said, I think they're going to keep kicking the can down the road until the the can's completely smashed. That's that's how I see it. So I don't see how they're going to uh, the interest rates being raised or tapering. I mean, you're right. Tapering is just lowering the purchases. You think this is something that'd be achievable, but when you have the the Ponzi scheme, it's such a it's so long in the tooth the Ponzi scheme that uh, and it just you have to add to it. Nuts, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, look at. Look at the inflation now. How are you not just saying, you know what, that's it, we're done. Right. We're not going to buy this stuff anymore uh, be, because it makes the problem worse. Uh, but but here's the reality. By, by buying less, believe it or not, see, this, is, this was their way of keeping money out. Right? To try to uh, keep money out. All this money they created, it was kind of a fake way of keeping it out of the actual economy by ending taper you're actually by tapering you're actually putting more money back in and and really the funny part is going to probably make inflation a little worse but they've got to end taper first they got to get that bond buying to zero before they can even raise interest rates i don't think they're replacing the amount of uh, bonds that are coming due joe i think that's a problem like it's a ponzi scheme you have to increase 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 so how can you taper when you need to increase, because I don't think China's buying a lot more. I don't think well, you know what's so funny? They, the Treasury, we, we know this. They're out of money. We're in this emergency waiting for a debt ceiling hike at sometime mm-hmm. in December. 
Uh, they need to. Sell, they're going to sell one trillion dollars worth of bonds, uh, so they can restock uh, the Treasury Department, uh, get it back up to around five hundred billion, and then of course the other five hundred billion is going to be spent. So there is a trillion dollars of issuance coming. Uh, it is. It's kind of interesting. I think this. They're in a terrible spot. Uh, the, the the realities are. Uh, you've got to listen to this station and this these programs to actually understand what a bad spot they're really in. Correct, correct. And uh, with the, the the shows that are on this station, they're they're going to give you a little help in all areas on, on how to prepare for things like this. And uh, I, Joe, we were just talking this morning about how many new listeners are coming in and listening to what's going on uh, through this station. And uh, I don't think that we're going to lose those listeners. I think it's going to keep on growing because this is information people need to have. I mean. What celebrity is doing on this day or that day, or if Alec Baldwin killed someone on purpose, or if it was on accident? That eventually, that information doesn't really matter when it comes to how is this going to help my household. Yeah, and and, and uh, it, it's going to be a wild ride. I think the next uh, really six to eight months are going to be uh, very very interesting as to where we're headed. We've already had a big slowdown in GDP. Uh, the Biden administration. Uh, seemingly can't get the the infrastructure bills passed. Uh, we have inflation uh, skyrocketing. Uh, we've got shortages pretty much across the board. Uh, it, I mean, almost textbook definition of stagflation uh, seems to be upon us. 800 951 